0: good afternoon bars nation how's everybody doing today this is monday march 20th 2023 and this is bended knee scott is on the road he got a little bit behind today and wanted to make sure that the show went on he was not sure if he was going to be back in time so i went ahead and volunteered to run today's show because i had something set up anyway so this just worked well god's always working in our lives so this is an interesting one guys um Every day, you know, I dig through a lot of the news. We, we have to gather things so we can bring you guys the truth that's going on since our mainstream media doesn't. And, you know, there's often things that I come across that really just just ruin my day. You know, the, the things that I find um, the hardest to find that strength to get through because, you know, certain things just make me, let's um, face it, angry. And, you know, the big thing that just really just hits all of us, I think, is all the stuff that's going on right now dealing with the children. And all the drag queen, the gender pushing, and so forth. And you know, Nikki and I were um, kind of figuring out what was going to go, what was going on over this week, because we see that they're trying to push us into some uh, into some riots, trying to get us involved in more protests. They're going to try to January Six us all over again. So, what we had been doing is we had been looking around the country through Craigslist ads trying to see if there were any calls for crisis actors, and there were many that were found. She actually found uh, multiple over here in the Dallas area. I found some in Atlanta, New York, um, San Antonio, Austin. So all around the country, they're making the calls for this. But one thing that Nikki came across that she sent to me just kind of put me beside myself because I thought, you know, hey, we're in Texas. We're we're in a, a state right here where you figure was a little bit more conservative than others. But there's still some crazy liberal things that are going on. So what did Nikki send me? They just kind of ruined my day. And it did as hers as well. Listen to this. Now casting America's Next Child Drag Superstar. So basically, they're putting out um, a call to bring in drag queen kids. Like, I'm talking like five, six, seven years old. And they're offering them $50,000 tuition for college for the winter. So, you know, not only are they pushing this stuff on the children, but they're giving incentives for some parents to get involved in this stuff. Some that wouldn't even normally do it because $50,000 and that's, that's a pretty big, uh, thing of money coming to your child for their college fund at such an early age, but it absolutely disgusts me. And I see stuff like this more and more and more. And I just literally want to pull my hair out, ask myself, what is going on in this world? So then I came across this, uh, this video right here that I'm going to play for you real fast. And this is just another example of what we're dealing with right now. And this is one of those things where I have to literally, you know, as soon as I get done with this stuff, I have to reach out to God and pray like, Lord, give me strength. So that's kind of what today's going to be over. And I've got a lot of um, scripture lined up for those of you that need that extra strength, not just the courage of getting through the chaos in this life or the personal issues you're going through, but the strength to let go of your human side. Let go of that anger and just have full faith and trust in God. Because we know that God's got a plan. We know that he knows what's going on on this earth right now. And sadly, some people have to wake up. And many people are still sleeping. But listen to this video right here. This is just another example of what we're dealing with. And the worst part is this is a preacher, guys. This is a preacher standing at a church up at his um, podium speaking to his congregation. Disgusting.
1: And if Jesus can be a mother drag is holy. There has been an assault on the rights of drag performers in this country, and we must call out the hypocrisy and the injustice. Jesus called himself a mother hen, longing to gather up her chicks. Gender is a construct, you see. And if Jesus can be a mother hen, then you can dress in drag. I've even heard it said that Jesus was, and humanity is, God in drag. So let me say this again for those of you in the back, drag is holy.
0: This is what we're going through right now. This is at a church, if you guys can believe that, at a church, you know, not the... It's better anywhere. They're trying to push this whole pedophilia thing and try to normalize it by creating different terms, you know. So pedophilia, according to the the, the new um, construct, is anyone that's messing around with someone that's under like six years old. And then you have another level and another level. So they're trying to normalize it, make it seem like, hey, this isn't such a big deal. You're not a pedophile unless you're messing with somebody under a certain age. When actuality, it's anyone Who is still under the age of consent which you know in many states is 18 some states are a little bit less than that but nonetheless it is pedophilia and they're trying to normalize this so i come across this stuff more and more every single day and it just infuriates me makes me so mad makes me so upset as it does many of you we we said before is that the one thing that's going to bring us together no matter what political party we're on is around these children and i am seeing more and more people wake up Thank the Lord. More and more people are waking up and they're starting to see what is happening right now. The indoctrination, what they're trying to do, the agenda they're trying to push to remove God's children, to confuse everybody, you know, at a certain age, um, and you know, so they have no idea what's going on when they grow up. You know, they, they do this before we develop logic. Logic doesn't stop developing in our mind until 26 years old, doesn't start developing our mind until maybe five or six years old. So there's a long run. This is why they hit the kids up at an early age because they understand they don't have the logic and they're more likely to listen because you learn more between the ages of one to five than you do the rest of your life, which is why they're starting earlier and earlier and earlier. But once again, this stuff infuriates me. It makes me so mad seeing this stuff and I can't believe that we're we're seeing more and more of this. So I reach out to God. I ask God like, Lord, Heavenly Father, what can you do just to give me more strength? Because there's days that I just want to go take care of this problem and i'm not a violent person but this just makes many of us into the same way so that's why i I went up and kind of dug up some scripture i mean i've got about 67 bible verses for strength during hard times um little verses and things that that you can go to and i'm thankful we we talked about this last night for the concordance because it definitely makes it a lot easier to look up these particular topics and and there's hundreds and hundreds and that's one of the beautiful things about scripture in the bible is no matter what you seek No matter what you're going through, whether it be sorrow, depression, courage, um, the need of strength, the, uh, you know, what God um, had an idea for children, what the different sins were and the consequences, the Bible covers everything. No matter what you need in your life, somewhere in scripture is that answer. And just like, you know, my search just recently for looking things that revolved around strength, you know, strengthen us as humans. Because like I said, we, we are spirits. We are we're the spirits that God gave us, but we are bound in a sheath right here, this body, which makes us human. Um, you know, the, the same experience that Jesus came to this earth to experience so we can understand what, what we see and what we go through every day. And it's hard often to separate ourselves from that human side very, very often. Um, you know, Scott says often you'll always keep one foot in the kingdom. Well, we always need to keep focus on the kingdom and that kingdom is really what brings us out of these things and, and what gives us that hope, that inspiration and all of the answers that we need in order to get through these times. And I'm thankful for that. I, I'm more and more thankful for scripture and Jesus every single day. It's one of those things where I ask myself, how can I love Jesus more today than I did yesterday? And then the day comes around and he gives me another answer. Just great examples of how he works in our lives, how he sends us to one another. Um, for for the answers that we need that you may not have. And then one day he does the same. You bring me the answers that I need that I don't have. And I'm hoping and I feel in my heart that this one's going to be kind of an important thing because right now many of us Are going through some rough times whether it be you know the worldwide stuff whether it be what we're going through in our individual lives and we're seeking that strength from the lord almighty but thank goodness that we have that relationship with christ to where we know where we can find the answers because in my opinion right now those that don't have the relationship with god i can't imagine what they're going through i can't imagine what it's like not to have Something to reach out to for the answers that you need. Someone, you know, God, that you can hand over your problems and your burdens and and God and Jesus take it from you without question in order to get you to these times. But what do the atheists do? I can't imagine what it would be like right now without that relationship with God, which is why it's more important that we spend these moments right now doing everything that we can to help others find that relationship that we have. So, guys it is three eleven. it is time for a little bit of spiritual warfare so if everybody would please bow their heads we will pray heavenly father thank you again for everything that you have blessed us with thank you for the things we recognize thank you for the things that we take for granted every day because we come used to them but dear lord thank you most of all for recognizing what we were going through on this earth and giving us a chance for eternal life by sacrificing yourself on that cross heavenly father Even 2,000 years later, you are giving us what we need. You are calming us down in rough times. You are giving us um, missions that we head on to. 2,000 years later, you're still giving us as much love as you did the day that you died on that cross. And I'm grateful for that. But Heavenly Father, one of the biggest struggles I feel that many of us are going through right now is just sometimes that lack of strength, which comes with our lack of understanding. Heavenly Father, we know that you have a plan and we trust in that with all of our hearts. We have faith, which is what makes it easier to get through these times. But dear Lord, as things get more chaotic and the deception gets worse and worse, we pray today that you bring us discernment, all the discernment and the wisdom that we need so that we can understand how to navigate these rough waters that we're heading into. Heavenly Father, thank you for giving us the scripture and your word so that we have a place to go to seek the answers that we need to get us through these times, just like today. When I was looking for, for strength, you led me to many, many verses um, that are in scripture that tells us how to seek that strength or where to find that strength or that past that, that anguish that we go through over into your hands so you can get us through these hard times. And we're grateful for that. Dear Lord, thank you for bringing us all together as a community, serving under you, all people that are bound together by your blood, dear Lord, connected by your blood and your glory and the love that you bring to us. Dear Lord, thank you because we need each other during these times. Many of us are here having strong days while some of us have weak days. But dear Lord, you know that. And you know that they are going to be here to help lift us up just like we will do one day for them. Dear Lord, thank you for making it to where we all don't have hard times together so that we can be here for one another. And dear Lord, thank you for giving us these platforms and these opportunities that we've gotten right here just to come together in this unity, to pray for one another every single day, to reach out when someone needs something to talk to, reach out when somebody needs just an ear to listen to. Dear Lord, you have given us so many beautiful gifts, and that is just one of them. We talked last night about spreading the gospel, dear Lord. You asked us that you wanted us to accept you into your heart so that we had a a way into heaven. You asked us to repent for our sins, which we do daily, dear Lord, as we constantly mess up and make mistakes. But because of you, we recognize those mistakes and we we make efforts more and more to better ourselves. So one day we can come to you with um, one less sin than we had the day before. Dear Lord, you have given us this opportunity and, and we thank you. But dear Lord, you also asked us to spread the gospel. You didn't make that a, a priority for us to get into heaven. You just asked that of us. So dear Lord, let us do that. Let us... Be so proud of the love that you give us, dear Lord, and, and want to make you proud as your children that we walk around and, and we talk to someone, multiple people daily, just mentioning your name, bringing in that conversation in hopes that if they don't know you, then they get a chance and that opportunity, that excitement, not through our words, dear Lord, but through our actions. Let them see what, let them see what we do so that they can be inspired to find that same thing. Dear Lord, we're getting closer and closer to the day where you're going to return and take us home. And we don't know when that is, but I can know one thing is that today is closer than it was yesterday and tomorrow will be closer than it is today. So dear Lord, let us constantly work to do what we can. Let us fight for you on this earth as your great warriors as long as we are on this earth, dear Lord, until our day that our feet leave this soil. Let us be here for you. Let us do everything that we can in your name, dear Lord, just to wake one person, Just one more person, dear Lord, in your name to help them find that relationship with you, because they may be the one that turned out to be your Paul, some of your greatest warriors that end up going through and waking up millions of people. Dear Lord, we never know how far our arms reach and how far your love reached through us. But all the glory goes to you. Every great prayer we have, that glory goes goes to you. Every great thing that we accomplish and every great thing we do for others comes from you, dear Lord. You are responsible for every great thing that happens on this earth. So dear Lord, let us be those great creations that you put on this earth. Let us stand up and be what you intended us to be during this time when you chose every one of us to be here to fight this battle and the battle that we're walking into. Thank you, dear Lord, for giving us each different skill so that we come together as your perfect army. Let us learn how to use those skills and be ready for the battles that we are heading into, dear Lord. It's more complicated than anything. This is very unconditional warfare right now. It's a warfare of deception, a warfare of deceit. But dear Lord, you give us the eyes to see and the ears to hear. And you give us a discernment to understand the wisdom that you give to us so that we can fight this war for you. And I thank you with all of my heart. In Jesus Christ's name, and our Heavenly Father's name, I pray. Amen. I'll tell you, I, I just, I, I love our Father more every single day. Because He does, He gets us to these hardest times. And, you know, back when we were children, when we won a trophy for playing a great soccer game, you know, we, we took that as our own skill. We, we maybe thanked our coach for teaching us how to do this. But, you know, how often do we thank God for giving us the ability to run around, to have fun on the soccer field, to learn how to play and develop these skills. You know, it all comes from God to begin with. And we, we just always remember to thank him for everything. Every great thing that we do, every great thing that happens to us in our lives comes from our heavenly father. And it's the greatest gift that we could have been bestowed besides the sacrifice that he gave us and that chance into getting into heaven. So first I've got a couple um, of verses that deal with strength. Where do you go? Where do you find these, you know, many, many verses discuss, you know, strength and how to find it, where to seek it. Psalms 18, 2. The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, my God, my rock in whom I take refuge, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. Isaiah 12, 2. Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and I will not be afraid. for the Lord God is my strength and my song. And he has become my salvation. And we have to remember that always is that God is our strength. He is our rock. He is our salvation. And whenever you get to a point where, you know, the world's weight is just too much for you to bear, hand it over to God. God will take it from you in a heartbeat. He will remove that that weight from your back. He will answer those prayers in one way or another. And you know, and we shouldn't be ashamed or afraid to give that over to him. Because remember, we are nothing without God. The strength that we have is from God. So by passing it on to him is just allowing us to uh, get to a better place that we need to get to in our lives so that we can fight this battle and we can be strong enough to do it. So next we have uh, Psalms uh, 27.1. The Lord is my light, my salvation, whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life of whom I shall be um, who of whom I shall be afraid. And that's the thing is with God at our back is we got to remember, you know, no creation is better than the creator. And even Satan was a creation. He was not the creator. So nothing that the devil does on this earth isn't something that God allow. I mean, it isn't something that God isn't allowing to happen. God, everything that takes place on this earth, God allows to happen. Whether it's a test for us to make us stronger, to be better people. Um, or whether it's to help wake someone up, God knows why he does things and why he allows certain things. And we just have to remember that. And then there will be a day, you know, but the day's not the day we still have angels on this earth that are helping us out. And, but one day God's going to call those angels home. And that's when the, the antichrist is going to appear. And this is where you would wish that you would have that relationship with God. And, and I've said it before, and I'll say it many, many other times is there's no better time than today to find that relationship with Christ, because we don't know, even in our regular lives, is God's going to allow us tomorrow, because he promised us today. He did not promise us tomorrow. Tomorrow is an absolutely bless, an absolute blessing that we should remember to thank God for every day that we wake up. It's just another blessing. Remember, he promised us today, not tomorrow. So Psalms 46.1, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. And god is always there for us he's never going to forsake us he's always there but we want he wants us to reach out he wants us to ask him for help he wants us to rely on him and that's what faith is all about is knowing that god exists without seeing him and there's a power in faith even over you know logic and, and what we can see with our own eyes and that's why god hasn't shown himself to us in the traditional ways yet is because he wants us to live through that faith. Because faith is absolute importance through prayer, trust in God, that faith is going to be what gets us into heaven. But remember, is that having that faith, you can't have a little faith. You have to have full faith, knowing that God's going to take care of us, knowing that when things come into your life, whether we understand or whether they make us uncomfortable, whether they're trials and tribulations, that God has a plan. Like I said, whether it be to strengthen us, whether it be to get us closer to God, to to strengthen our faith anymore, God knows what He is doing. Psalms 28.7, the Lord is my strength and my shield. In Him my heart trusts, and I am helped. My heart exalts, and with my song I give Him thanks. Psalm 118.14, the Lord is my strength and my song. He has become my salvation. And over and over and over again, it mentions strength with salvation, because that salvation is the strength that comes from our Lord Almighty. Everything that we need, we have. We just need to ask for it. And God knows that these times are going to get rougher, even for the best of the best of the Christians. We have those days of just absolute weakness where we need to reach out to our Lord Almighty, even talk to another Christian just to, to vent to, to help us get through these times. Like I said, we are human. No matter how Christian you are, no matter how much you've memorized the Bible backwards and forwards, no matter how much you walk with God, the devil's going to try to intervene in your life and he's going to try to weaken you. But where do we go to find that strength? We go right to Jesus. We go right to God. So Jeremiah 32, 17. Ah, Lord God, it is you who have made the heavens and the earth by your great power and by your orchestrated arm. Nothing is too hard for you. And remember that. There's nothing that is too hard for, for God. There's nothing that God can't do. There's nothing that God can't change. We just need to have that relationship and that faith enough and that, that great relationship till we understand not only how to talk to God, but how to hear God because God speaks to us in so many different ways. He speaks favorably most often to me in my dreams. Um, sometimes when I'm awake, um, you know, he has different ways of speaking to all of us. And we just need to wake up and, and recognize how he speaks to us so that we can get that discernment, that wisdom that we're looking for. So Proverbs eighteen ten: the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous man runs into it and is safe. And that is the thing. He is our tower. He is our sanctuary. You know, the old back in the day, you know, churches had this sanctuary to where even criminals could go within a church. And the law and the government couldn't touch him because of that sanctuary. Well, God is that sanctuary. He is that sanctuary for all. And when you walk into God's arm, when you walk into that sanctuary, which is God, nothing can harm you. Nothing can touch you because God has our back. And that is, once again, the importance of faith and reaching out in that prayer. So that, um, you know, God knows because God knows every prayer before we even pray it. God doesn't hear our words. He doesn't read our minds. He hears our heart and he knows what sincerity is, and he knows when we need that prayer, that he's going to be there to answer it. So Psalms 41.3, the Lord sustains him and his sickbed, and his illness, you restore him to full health. And I've watched this just over the last couple of weeks through the prayers that we have given. Um, People reaching out saying that their prayers were answered, and it's always on God's time, and those prayers will be answered, and I'm just so thankful for that. And I tell you, hearing people's stories about how prayers were answered just gives me more inspiration and more motivation and more faith every single day because like i said everyone's testament not just doesn't just create an understanding and inspiration in those that don't know god that brings them over to god but it reassures our inspiration it it gives us it gives us more strength. It gives us that more faith. So like I said, those testimonies aren't just for people that haven't found God. Those testimonies are for us. Sometimes we need to hear those. Like I said, just to strengthen our faith. Once again, Of uh, Philippians, uh, four I can do all through all things through him who strengthens me all things through God. And God does strengthen us. Isaiah 41, 10, fear not for I am with you. Be not dismayed for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. And he always has. Always has. Think about the fact that we are still on this earth right now. And we haven't been removed from it yet. Think about all those close calls that you had. Maybe a car crash. Maybe you were going through cancer or something. Something in your life that you were dealing with that was scary. That you felt was going to end up being a tragedy. That God came through and helped you through it. He healed you. Which is why you are still here today listening to this show god didn't put us here for no reason he put us here to fight to be to fight for him to fight for the virtues on this earth to maintain our scripture to um remove this evil from this earth he has us all here this isn't happenstance we could have been here in the 1800s but he chose every one of us to be here right now for this reason right here and i am so thankful no matter how chaotic some days get no matter how stressed out some days bring us i'm still very thankful that we were picked during this time. And it gives me a lot of courage knowing that that it wasn't happenstance that God said, I need you, 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 and you to be here to fight this war. What an absolute honor, you know, not the fact, not just that we are the children of God, but he picked us here right now to be here to fight this fight. Exodus 15, 13, you have led in your steadfast love the, um, the people whom you have redeemed. You have guided them by your strength to your holy abode. 1 Corinthians 10, 13. No temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man. God is faithful and he will let you be tempted beyond, or he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. But with the temptation, he will also provide a way of escape that you may be able to endure it. And I always love that word endure. Um, Endure can be replaced with suffer. My, my, um, Every Scottish name has a Gaelic Latin um, kind of a motto. And my motto is pati, uh, which means learn to suffer. And I changed it to learn to endure because, you know, enduring just means that you're not suffering. You're taking those hardships and you're making the best out of it. You are letting it, allowing it to strengthen you. And just like in this verse right here, no temptations. No temptations have overtaken you that is not common to man. God is faithful and will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. But with temptation, he will also provide a way to escape that you may be able to endure it. Remember, um, much of what we go through that we call trials and tribulations, those things that make us uncomfortable in our, in our lives, are there to strengthen us. God is never going to get you something that you can't overcome. He will never send you on a mission that you can't complete. He will never give you a trial or a tribulation that you cannot walk through. And just remembering that God by our side is everything that we need to get through those things. And that's the beauty is that when we pray to God, you know, when we say, God, give us strength. God's not a genie. He doesn't just go and you are granted strength. No, he gives you the ability to learn it, to understand it, to go through something that's going to develop that strength, which is why they say, you know, be careful what you pray for, or you better understand what you're praying for. Because like I said, God's not a genie. <clears throat> He's not going to just grant you with what you're asking. He's going to give you the opportunity to learn it so that you have it, but you understand why you have it. So Psalms 29, 11 May the Lord give strength to his people. May the Lord bless his people with peace as God always does. And with strength, um, with praying for strength means getting that peace sometimes, because you know, we're in a day right now where God, God asked us to forgive our enemies. He said to love the sinner, not the sin. And, you know, some of those things are very difficult, especially when you're dealing with what we're watching right now with this push towards pedophilia, seeing these, uh, these, drag queens or transgenders that are on right now that are grooming kids like crazy you've got one that's out there that is probably in their 30s who for some reason thinks that um being a woman is being a 6-year-old girl and that's the way that they project their image but they're being seen by loads and loads of children all over the world on all these social media platforms so while people that are spreading the truth trying to point out the the sin of grooming these children and pushing the pedophilia. We're the ones that get removed. They're the ones that that get their platform and it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And like I said, these are the times we have to ask God for that strength to, to not be, to have righteous anger, to not have hateful anger, which sometimes is very, very difficult, but also to give us the discernment and the wisdom to know how we can handle these problems and make this change to open people's eyes to turn people around to that veil that God is lifting up more and more every single day. And God is not happy with this. Every tear that you, you cry down here on this earth when you see something like that are the tears of God having to witness through your eyes what has taken place on this earth. And God's not going to let this, like I said, one day judgment is going to come and it's not going to be our judgment. There's nothing that we can do to any of these people on this earth that are going to be worse than the judgment that God brings upon them. Because one of the greatest judgments is going to, was going to be entering the pits of hell. And we said before, what is the worst thing about the pits of hell? It's not the fire. It's not the torment. It's not Satan. It's the lack of God. It's the fact is that we have no one to pray out of this anymore. Right here on this earth, every time we make a mistake, we can pray to God and ask for forgiveness. You can't do that in heaven. God's not listening. Or excuse me, in in hell. God's not listening when when you're in hell. He he just is no longer, it's void of God. You know, um, and it's like that with anyways, whether you're in the pits of hell or anywhere, imagine having a life where you can't reach out to God. And that's the thing, even on this earth right now, no matter what kind of a sinner you are, you may be the center of sinners. You may have been, you may have committed murder in your lifetime. You may have done some of the most horrible things to women or, or a pedophile or anything like that. But if you truly, sincerely regret what you've done and you repent, even they still have an opportunity to get into heaven. Even they do. But like I said, it's sincerity. It's not just saying the words because it's impossible to lie to yourself. And it's definitely impossible to lie to God. So God knows what comes to your heart. But you know what? I'm thankful. Even for those people, the most evil people on this earth, those ones that wake up one day is a gift from God. And I won't be sad that those people are getting into heaven if they truly mean it. If they end up in heaven, it means that God thought that they were sincere. And, you know, we should be thankful that because we were sinners. And we've done some horrible things, some, some of us in our lifetime, some things that we regret today, but we've grown and we've become better people. We recognize those wrongs now because of that relationship with God. So we need to pray for all those people out there, even the greatest of sinners, that they find that relationship with God. <clears throat> whether it be the pedophiles that are grooming the kids now, whether it be Pelosi, whether it be Biden, whether it be the Rockefellers, the Rothschilds and the Soroses, we need to keep praying for them. A sincere prayer. So that they have that opportunity to find God. Because once again, and I've said this too, is that you never know who the greatest warriors are going to be. You never know. And it could be one of those big sinners that have been through all of it that's seen the the evil playbook that end up becoming our greatest warriors. We don't know that. And D. Trotman, it is hard. That is one of the things that I find, you know, sometimes praying for my enemies is hard and I still do it. And then I sometimes have to pray to God, like, God, can you literally mend my heart so I mean what I pray? You know, um, it is difficult, but that's why we have to lean on God. That's why we have to ask God for that strength and understand that God has everything under control and He also has us under control. So pray to God for that strength. Pray to God for that peace in your heart so that, you know, you won't hate the people righteous anger not hateful anger righteous anger and that's how we win this war so guys i want to thank you so much for joining us today for this bended knee on march 20th 2023 scott will be back this evening um running all the shows he was just on the road and did not know if he was going to get back in time so i went ahead and volunteered to take care of this but i always love spending time with all of you anyways so for those of you that are going to be hanging out with me for a little bit for music thank you i look forward to it and for those of you that are heading back to work Have an absolutely beautiful, beautiful rest of your day. Guys, just reach out to God. Get into a little scripture. When you're feeling bad, it doesn't matter where you are, what time of the day, whether you're in the bathroom, whether you're taking a shower, whether you're in the middle of a work meeting, there's no wrong time to pray. And guys, when we need that strength, there's no better time than to pray for that moment because we don't want things to get worse. And remember, God is happily willing to take all of our burdens off of our back so that we can be beneficial in this war right down here. But everyone, have an absolutely beautiful rest of your day. I will see you tonight at Kilted Christian. And Scott will be back this evening for both shows, Bards FM and Fishers of Men. Love you all, and God bless.
1: We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe,
3: hand is killed the grand old face of the plateau some belong to strangers and some to folks you know Holy Ghost and talk show hosts are planted in the sand beautify the foothills shake the many
4: hands There's nothing on the top but
3: a bucket and a mop and an illustrated book about birth. See a lot up there, but don't be scared. Don't need jacks when you got words. Fish with a the mop, then you can't stop and look at what you've done. Plateaus clean, no dirt to be seen, and the work it was fun. Nothing on the top, put a bucket in a mop and an illustrated book about birds. See
5: a lot up
3: there, but don't be scared. Who needs action when you got
4: words?
3: Many your hands began to scan around for the next plateau. Some say it was Greenland, some say Mexico Others decided it was nowhere except for where they stood Those were all just guesses, wouldn't help you if they could
6: We walked in a garden, ate from a tree, fell from a world, failed to believe, told of a lie we couldn't see, sent on a quest to return and be free. It's been a while, it could be brief. I've been a sinner and a liar and a thief. I've never met another wonder like thee, see? I'm grateful that he When I was a kid,
7: someone told me I was living in a world that I would never be able to see Never thought much of it, fathered it in the back of my subconscious Proceeded to be living in a dream Started down a journey where my life was anything but ordinary And the scariness of living on the edge Came to become more than my reality and in My days were getting close to the ledge Now you might be offended by the terminology that I will be using But I use it with intention to be real I would never tell another person what to think And how to live the life according to the way I want to feel You've got free will, use it if you want to I've got red pills, I sure took a lot of them The rabbit holes deep, it doesn't have a bottom If you wanna take a leap, then you better hit the throttle Not the bottle of the weed, or the cane, or the speed Or the psychedelic elements that everybody needs If you're looking for the truth, it ain't coming in the pipe Hoping that'll calm you down, thinking that'll make you right They will call me hypocritical, but that's what I expect I had to live the life, I had to live to be corrected And live to tell a tale that I almost never told The enemy is hoping that your soul will be sold
6: We walked in a garden, ate from a tree fell from a world, failed to believe Told of a lie we couldn't see sent on a quest to return and be free It's been a while it could be brief I've been a sinner and a liar and a thief I've never met another one like thee See I'm grateful that he, he told came me that for me. the
7: money was a system that they made. It didn't matter what we did, they always got paid. And even though we couldn't see the prison of the chains, that we were all slaves. And history remains, distracted by the movies and the sports and the games. I thought that he was crazy, I still wanted fame. Just tell me what to write and I will put it on a beat. Coulda, shoulda, but I didn't. Then I hit him with the heat. Ran away from my family, a little black sheep that would build up all around them and never get to sleep. Even when I went to high school, they thought I was a geek. Picking fights, getting high, and suspended for a week. I was chilling with the drugs and the thugs on the street. Once and looking for the love, I was looking for the freaks What's the point of even living when you're feeling like a fake? Way before social media was ever gonna break Way before all the clones and the drones and posts And the Malones and the clicks and the likes and comments And the phones and the tricks and the mics We rocked them to the bones Till we bled from the nose and dropped into the groans Every time I'm looking back into an hourglass Reminiscing about a life I used to live this in the past I'm alive, I thank God for the trials I'm glad that it wasn't all smiles We walked in a
6: garden, ate from a tree fell from a world, failed to believe Told of a lie we couldn't see sent on a quest to return and be free it's been a while it could be brief i've been a sinner and a liar and a thief i've never met another one like thee. see i'm grateful that he came for me
7: me it'll be a while in the world it will change and people will go crazy and things will be strange and we will be divided and live in disarray society will worry about what everybody say and there will be the voices we are hearing on the news a lot of us will try to figure out what to choose get easily offended society collapse community upended sobriety relapsed. and fighting over everything and hating to the max with families on the brink and everything is taxed the budget will be shrinking the rules never lax. we feeling like it's all coming down on our backs he said it will be tested god's got a plan so never put your faith in the works of a man. It doesn't make a difference if I didn't understand. My perception is limited and life is too grand. And a lot of people love to tell you everything is perfect, but I gotta tell the truth because I know that it's a lie. The only thing I've ever come to realize that matters is the one and only truth that we all gonna die. surrender to the love and I believe in with my everything and there will come a day when I'll be looking to the sky. The Lord will return with a legion of light, so I pledge to the one most high. We walked
6: in a garden, ate from a tree, fell from a world, failed to believe, told of a lie we couldn't see. Said On a quest to return and be free. It's been a while, it could be brief. I've been a sinner and a liar and a thief. I've never met another wonder like thee. See, I'm grateful that he came for me.
7: Yeah, that's right. Better believe it.
6: I'm grateful that he came for me. For you, for us, and for me. For me, I'm grateful grateful that he came came for me. me.
0: Right, Bards Nation. I apologize. Tom got away from me. I have a uh, test that I got to take in about 30 minutes. I need to get ready for it. And uh, yes, I will get this posted um, before I take my test. So give me, I think, in about 15 minutes, AK21, before this is published, and it'll be up here in probably about 15 minutes. So guys, I want to thank all of you for joining us today for this Bended Knee. I apologize. I usually give you guys a heads up for last song, but I didn't realize what time it was. But I love you all very, very much. I will see you tonight for Kilted Christian. Scott will be back for Bards FM and Fishism in this evening. Thank you so much for spending your time and prayer for with us today, guys. We're going to need each other more and more. But we know how this story ends. That is God wins. So just keep the faith. Know that everything is in control. Um, no reason to stress. And like I said today in today's topic, if you need strength, always put it into God's hand. He is sitting up there waiting for us and he needs us. He wants us to pray and to put our, our hardships into his hands. So never be afraid to do so and never be afraid to reach out to any one of us if you need a prayer or if you need to talk. But everyone have an absolutely beautiful rest of your day. I will see
4: you this evening. I love you all and God bless.